Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're talking about what it means to understand that we have Christ Jesus living in us. And yesterday, Colin, you were explaining to us how to build a relationship with him. And I guess we came to the conclusion that it's about appreciating just how much the Lord loves us. Now, I suppose you understand that. You've had years of working this through. But for the person who can't quite grasp that the Lord would love them that much, that he wants to live in them and give them the benefit of himself every minute of every day, it's quite a step. Well, let me say, first of all, that if you are a born-again believer, Christ has already come to live in you. Um, so it's building a relationship with one who is already there. It's believing that, isn't it? Yes. Um, a relationship of love grows and develops. I mean, even at a human level, when people talk about falling in love, that is simply an initial attraction to one another. But that has to be followed by spending time together, developing your relationship, getting to know one another. And so, um, you know, I think if you look at it at a spiritual level, a lot of people fall in love with Jesus, have their born-again experience and get baptized in the Spirit and so on. But they don't necessarily go on and develop the relationship uh, that is possible because Christ is living in them. Perhaps they don't realize there's any more. Well, um, there may be all kinds of reasons. Um, but but let, let me just help, uh, because I think, you see, it's true for all of us that um, it's difficult for us to grasp uh, how great God's love is for us, how real it is for us, and how personal it is for us. Some years ago, I, I wrote a book called My Dear Child. And um, uh, I, I think it's an extraordinary book. I, I always say I didn't really write it um, because what the Lord told me to do was to go away and just spend time with him. And he wanted to give me a series of messages that he would speak from his heart to the hearts of his children, that he would address each of his children as my dear child. You know, that's the way for years and years, for as long as I can remember, he always talks to me, my dear child, my dear son, Colin, my beloved. He uses all those phrases every day when I'm listening to him. So I, I, I did what he said, and um, I went away and... Uh, I just prayed, and I mean, by this time, of course, I, I did have a, a good, close relationship with Jesus. Um, and then I would just dictate uh, the words that he gave me when he did uh, this series of messages. Uh, somewhere within the, the course of all this, uh, God said to me, Colin, I love you. 
Uh, I was immediately suspicious, not, not that I questioned for a moment that he loved me, but I know that God never indulges in platitudes, and he never wastes anything that he says. So I thought, he's getting at something here. So I, I said, yes, Lord, I know that you love me. And, and then he said to me, and I like you. And I sort of sat there stunned because I thought, well, he loves me because he's God and God is love. But I was thinking, you know, how can he like me? And of course, the Lord knows our thoughts. And then he said to me, but you don't believe that I like you. And the reason for that is you don't like yourself. You've never liked being you. So if you don't like yourself, you can't really believe that I like you. And I immediately recognize the truth of what he's saying because I've never liked being me. I'm so conscious of my weakness, my failure, my, you know, all the negative things, as we all are. And then, then he said, and I want you. And I was thinking, well, yes, you've called me to be a minister of the gospel and so on. And he said, no, I want you for yourself. Because when you love someone, you want that person because of the value of who they are. And I, I don't know, I think, I think by that point I was just so stunned because I, you know, I, I knew God well enough to know these weren't words I was making up. This was God really speaking to me and the effect upon me. And, and then he said to me, and Colin, I enjoy you. And you know, I couldn't take it. I got up. I've never walked out on the Lord in a time of prayer before or since. But I got up and I went into the kitchen and began to make a cup of coffee. But you know, the Lord doesn't always play fair. He followed me into the kitchen. And he said, you have children, don't you? And I said, yes, Lord. And he said, um, are they always obedient? No. Do they always do exactly what you want them to do? Or what they should do? And I said, no, Lord. And he said, but you do love them. I said, yes, Lord. And you enjoy them. I said, yes, Lord. So he said, well then, why should it be so extraordinary 
if you with your human capacity of love can love and enjoy your children even though they don't always act perfectly and I who have perfect love why should I not be able to love you and enjoy you even though you don't act perfectly don't always obey and I suppose something happened in me and um, I was I was just reading yesterday actually through the messages of his love that he gave me just after that encounter with him and I mean they're they're amazing just what he reveals about his love you can get on our website kingdoffaith.com and order that book my dear child um you see, he is so real, and, and his love is so real. And not for one moment does God speak to us in a soulish manner, because in love he disciplines us, he corrects us. Um, he's a good father. But you see, so much of the way in which he works in our lives is through Christ who lives within us. So I can understand how a lot of people find it very difficult to really believe that God could love them. But let me make this clear. He doesn't love us as sinners. And God wasn't saying to me, I enjoy you as a sinner. He doesn't enjoy sinners. But he made me a saint. He made me a saint by coming to live in me. And he's made you a saint by coming to live in you. To everyone who's a born-again believer, they have become a saint. He loves saints. He loves sinners in the sense that he reaches out to them with the gospel, he loves all mankind, he died for all sinners. But he can't have a relationship of love with sinners. He can only have a relationship with saints, and saints aren't those that live perfect lives, but those who have the perfect one living in them. And you see, what is a Christian? A Christian isn't someone who goes to church, a Christian isn't someone who simply seeks to live a good life or do certain spiritual exercises. A Christian is someone in whom Christ lives. And that can only be the case because he's chosen to come and live in that person. None of us can make him come to live in us. Or as Jesus put it, for the Father and Son to come to make their home with us. Nobody can make God do that. He chooses to do that. And he chooses to do that because he loves us. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 